Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio, now on the C-Suite Network. I am so excited today because we are going to be talking with one of my clients, Jason Bradshaw. In just a few minutes, he is going to connect with us all the way from Sydney, Australia, where he is the, um, I I guess he's in charge of customer experience. I'm going to get his exact title in just a few minutes uh, when, when we start the interview. But he's in charge of customer experience for the entire country for Volkswagen Australia. Volkswagen is a brand that, you know, you've got Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche. They're the largest automobile manufacturer in the world. This guy has a background in just, he's relentless about, uh, you know, the, the whole concept of customer experience. And he's a practitioner. He's doing it day in and day out. And um, if we can get into this, this would be great. But I've been doing some work with, with Jason. Uh, started last year. And one of the goals Jason had originally was, I want to be like the number one automotive uh, manufacturer in Australia. And that's a pretty lofty goal. And when you're number one of anything, everybody's chipping away. And uh, we talked about that goal. Um, and he's kind of in the middle of the pack of the, Aust- of the Australian uh, manufacturers. And his new goal was to be in the top tier. And I think that's reasonable for everyone. It, strive to always be number one. Strive to give your customers the very, very best. But your goal should be able to say day in, day out, at any given time, you're one of the top performers in whatever it is that you do. If you can be the best, great. But recognize it, it, there are, you know, even the best uh, sports teams in the world don't win their world championships every single year. Yet some of these great teams, year after year after year, decade after decade, uh, these amazing teams, uh, they are considered uh, elite. Uh, and, the, you know, I just, I'm, I'm not a huge Yankees fan, but I think they've won more World Series than anybody and year after year uh, they put a good team on the field sure they spend a lot of money to do it but that's part of what drives the fan experience what drives the love for the fans coming back over and over again and what are you doing in your business to drive the love do you pursue the best for your customers not necessarily always to be the absolute 100 percent number one best in what you do but in your customers eyes you need to be number one for what they need and, you know, just as a quick disclaimer, uh, you know, I can have a great meal at a restaurant where the entree is $20, and I can have a great meal where the entree costs me $50. And depending on what I want at that point, I want to go to a place that's going to give me the best of what I expect. So whether it's Volkswagen, whether it's, uh, and we'll find out, uh, Jason has a background in some other companies, and one of the more intriguing things is he actually started his first business when he was very young. Uh, there's a couple of common uh, threads there between him and I. I started my business when I was 13, my first business, and he started his when he was 14, so we're going to hear more about that. But uh, it's important to remember that whatever business you're in, um, you give the customer the best of what they expect. One of the things I'm going to ask Jason about is he has this concept about thinking small, not thinking big, not thinking great, not thinking number one. But if you are constantly thinking small, it gets you closer to being number one. It makes you great. 
and uh, we'll get into more of that in just a few moments. I hope I've intrigued you enough to want to stick around for this amazing interview with Jason Bradshaw. So don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. Chef Hagen here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24 7 365 days a year just go to www.shepondemand.com once again that's shepondemand.com and remember always be amazing this is amazing business radio with shep hyken We're back on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network, and I promised you another amazing interview, and this time we are really privileged today because Jason Bradshaw is coming to us all the way from Australia, Sydney, Australia. Uh, Jason and I met about a year or so ago, uh, maybe not even that, when I was uh, at a meeting that he uh, did here in the U.S. with some of the top uh, dealers at Volkswagen. Uh, he is the customer experience dude at Volkswagen. That's what he's in charge of. Uh, he can give us his exact title in just a moment because I'm looking through the whole bio and it doesn't have it. <laughs> but that's what he's in charge of. And this is a big job because uh, customer experience is everything. And we're going to hear a little bit of the background on how he's moving Volkswagen Australia from being in that middle of the hunt kind of a group to one of the top, top elite service and experience type company. So, Jason, welcome to Amazing Business Radio. Thanks, Shep, and it's really great to have the opportunity to to connect with you today and, of course, uh, to your listeners. Well, I'm glad you're here, and, man, I love the accent. You know that, and uh, we had such a great time together. I recently, you know, we, we did the program in San Francisco last year and recently was in Australia. That was such a treat to get to meet so many of the dealers and work with you there, and actually got to go to the headquarters. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Get to see, uh, you know, got to see a whole other group of people. Yeah, Chef, and uh, you know, certainly your your generosity with your time to come to our headquarters and, and speak with with our team here in Sydney was uh, quite memorable. And and indeed, many of our team are still talking about the impact that that you had um, on them and your presentation. It really got their their minds thinking about how important it is that we continue to push to deliver the customer experience that uh, we aim to deliver. Yeah, and by the way, I think you guys are amazing in everything you've been talking about. So real quick, official title over at Volkswagen Australia is? Yeah, so my official title is uh, Director of Customer Experience in uh, the U.S. uh, To to put that into something that uh, would make some contextual sense in the U.S., Executive Vice President, I sit on the board of the Australian um, subsidiary, so Volkswagen Group Australia. I sit on the board, um, and I report directly to um, our CEO and chairman of the board. Awesome. All right, let's go back a long time ago. Not that long ago. You're a pretty young guy. 14 years old, you start your own telecommunications and hardware distribution business. And and, and you're kind of like me in a sense that I started my business when I was 13, I learned my customer service lessons. But in reading on your background, that's when you developed your lifelong passion for customer experience. So give us a quick little update on, hey, who was Jason when he was a teenager? And at 14 years old, when most kids are out doing things they shouldn't be doing, you are out making mom and dad proud. <laughs> well, well, look, I hope I'm still making mom and dad proud. But, uh, um, look, at, you know, at 14 years of age, I was... Um, 
uh, I hate to say it, but it was the time when uh, computers and mobile phones were really just starting out, and uh, that makes me feel much older than my years. But uh, uh, and, and I wanted, to, you know, I, I was the, the, the typical guy that wanted to have the new and latest, greatest piece of tech, and um, that, that's expensive. And, and I took the decision that if I wanted that, I couldn't rely on mum and dad to just continually give me uh, whatever I asked for. Um, it wasn't fair on them, and you know, even though I'm an only child, uh, you know, at some point, uh, being spoiled has to come to an end. So, uh, I decided that if I wanted to, to play in this space, that I needed to, or if I wanted this stuff, I needed to, to to generate my own money to buy it. And I thought, what better way to to do it than to sell it, to sell what I wanted to buy myself? And uh, um, uh, I. Uh, had had the joy of beating um, the bureaucracies here in Australia that you know said you can and you can't do certain things because of a certain age. Um, in fact, uh, the government licensing the business was the easiest bit. Um, getting the the banks to agree to open a checking account for me and things like that was more of the problem. But uh, um, I, I just <laughs> I have uh, this money. I, I want to give it to you. <laughs> They're not. No, we can't. Yeah. You're too young. Exactly. And, um, you know, I, I was just uh, pretty much my entire career, um, uh, I've been unrelenting in my desire to achieve what it is that I've set out to achieve. And so back at 14 years of age, it was, you know, it started out being able to, you know, let, let, let me sell enough stuff um, to, to be able to afford the toys uh, that I wanted. And um, I enjoyed what I did. And, um, you know, I did it, uh, I continued to do it right through to college. And, um, it, it helped fund my way through through college as well. Um, well but, that's that's uh, a great story. Yeah, how did customer yeah, experience one, get into it? Yeah, well, the one thing that I had, you know, the reality was, Chef, I didn't have uh, large money, uh, large large amounts of money for for uh, marketing. You know, I was fourteen. I had, you know, you would think that I had a lot of obstacles against me. So I had to do one thing that you know, potentially no one else in the area was doing, and that was just to love my customers more than anyone else could love them. Um, and, uh, you know, when you're enthusiastic about what you do, that that makes it a little bit easier to do. Um, and I was interviewed at 14 years of age uh, by a coast-to-coast uh, news and a current affairs show, and um, I said, you know, it doesn't matter what time of the day or night, if you're a customer of mine, you can ring me. And um, I, I, from that, you know, from... Uh, the moment I started my business, it was, I've got to be different to everybody else so that I can compete on my terms, not on theirs. And, you know, I, would, I wasn't the cheapest by any stretch of the imagination. I didn't have the, 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 the networks to spend on marketing or media, uh, but I did have me and I did have a, a, a passion to make people value what I did for them. Um, and uh, I had started reading business books, yet, I think uh, when I was 13 years of age, I read my first book. It was by Tom Peters. Oh, it was, um, it was um, In Search of Excellence. It was, uh, yeah, so I read In Search of Excellence. Yeah. I also read In Pursuit of Wow. Oh, by Pursuit Tom of Peters. Wow, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can f- remember one of my first Amazon purchases, in fact, was In Pursuit of Wow on audio cassette. And, um, you know, I started listening to this stuff when I was, you know, 12 and 13 years of age. I was reading small business magazines. And, you know, I, I, I guess I was fortunate enough to connect the dots that actually what matters was customer experience. And when I set up my business, that's where it was going to be. Since then, I've, um, I've owned a domestic and commercial cleaning company. 
I've worked in healthcare and telecommunications, banking, fast uh, retail, um, and, and now automotive. And the one thing that uh, has remained my passion throughout all of that, no matter what my responsibilities have been, is delivering a, a customer experience that is memorable and importantly builds lifetime owners and advocates. Wow, I love uh, that. So it started all, all started back by, you know, just, I never got into reading fiction and uh, um, I loved learning and, uh, you know, as I said, from an early age started reading and absolutely uh, uh, took on board the parts that I thought that resonated the most with me and um, the audiences of the time. So a couple of really important points. First of all, I, I kind of, I'm going to draw a parallel. You're going to love this parallel. You're a rock star, but you're a rock star in the business world, and here's how I'm equating this, okay? Uh, a rock, you know, famous, famous Australian band. Who would it be? What a, let's oh, go, uh, what, um, is it Pink Floyd from Australia? So, or, oh, well, you're, you're asking me some, uh, some <laughs> questions now that uh, are going to show that I've spent a lot more time reading books. That, that's that's true. doesn't matter. But let's, hear, let's put it this way. Rockstar. You're a rock star. You've risen to very close to the very top of your organization, and you're doing something you absolutely love doing, and you're at the top of your game as far as that goes. And here's the thing. If you want to be a rock star, you can't decide at age 30 that you want to be a rock star. Typically, rock stars, musicians, they're talented, and they start at a very young age, and that's exactly what you did. And it's not like your parents made you do this. You loved it enough to do it on your own. So I picked up really two important lessons, and I want to make sure I say this right. Be different enough so that uh, this is what you said. I am different enough so I can compete on my terms, not others or not theirs, uh, meaning you're not being compared to your competition. And the other thing I love that you said is love your customers more than anyone else. And, it, and if you do that and you can show them that and they can feel it, I think you've got, you know, who would want to do business with anyone else? Absolutely. And you know, that's how you build loyalty. You, you don't build loyalty by having the cheapest product. You build loyalty by giving an experience that that they value, that the customer values. And, of course, that's different in every market. And I'm really conscious that uh, you know, some people uh, with all great intent go, if I just copy what this company over there is doing, I will achieve what I need to achieve. But the reality is that your customers, uh, you know, certainly my customers and our dealers' customers here at Volkswagen uh, in Australia is different to, you know, say, the, the customers at, uh, at uh, Citibank uh, so you can't just copy what that other company is doing. You, you need to identify what the needs of your customers are and what they value so that you can deliver a value that, uh, and an experience that exceeds their expectations, not by a lot, but you know, to, to, to steal a phrase from yourself, just that 1% more, just that one step further because, and do that consistently because that's what's going to set you apart, not having the cheapest product, not um, you know having... Uh, the biggest fanfare, but delivering just slightly above what your what your customers want, and I think that's the key. It's, this is a customer experience is not a copycat world. Uh, well, certainly people do try to copycat, but it's not a world where copycatting uh, is going to get you long term success because your customers are unique, and and you need to certainly the programs that I run here at Volkswagen Australia are different to the programs that I I ran just three years ago as head of customer experience for Target Australia. Now, a different product, different consumer base, and you need to, uh, to be able to empower your team uh, to deliver to those consumers 
not just you know uh, copying someone else's program. Right. In, in other words, it, you can learn from what other people are doing, and but you then have to adapt, mold, model. I mean, what you learned with Target and the consumer and the consumers that shop at a Target store, far different than than uh, somebody going out and getting ready to buy a twenty, twenty five, thirty thousand, sixty thousand dollar automobile. Um, and it's a totally different mindset, totally different type of sale, totally different type of experience. No doubt about that. All right, you mentioned absolutely. This 1% uh, idea and being just a little bit better. And what's going to happen is we're going to take a short break. And to me, this is, as you call it, the silver bullet, the 1% concept of just being 1% better. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about that 1% and a whole lot more. We've been talking with Jason Bradshaw, the Director of Customer Experience at Volkswagen Australia. Don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. We'll be right back. If customer service is the new marketing and content marketing is one of the hottest marketing trends, then it makes sense that your customer service and experience strategy would include a content marketing strategy. Delivering relevant content, not blatant promotional content, is part of the value that you can bring to your customers. You can become an influential voice in your industry, which creates more leads, loyalty, and brand recognition. And that's where PowerPost comes in. This solution will help you be more organized and efficient in the way you publish and post content to social channels, websites, blogs, email, and more. And the team at PowerPost can provide consultation and services to help your brand evolve into a modern-day marketer. Turn your company into a publishing machine that adds value to your customer's experience. Learn more at www.powerpost.com. Digital. That's www.powerpost.digital. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Jason Bradshaw. Jason, uh, I was in Australia just what not even a couple of months ago, and the theme of your meeting was all about just the small difference, one percent. I love that, and you know, as as we as you've seen me speak and you've you know studied my material, that I believe that the best companies in the world aren't like fifty percent better than everyone else. It may seem that way at times, but what they are is they're just a little bit better than everyone else. See, you've got this bar, and I believe you may have even on stage in your opening comments of the meeting said the bar is really low. <laughs> so it's not like it's that difficult to be that much better. But the key and the difficulty comes in consistently being just a little bit better. So, uh, Jason, let's talk about, you know, how how I think that, that your actual theme was think small. Love it. So uh, let's talk about thinking small. It's like counterintuitive, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And, in fact, you know, you would think when an organization – is holding a, a summit, a customer experience summit for 300 plus delegates. That uh, the immediate thought would be: What's the big idea? What's the big concept? What's the big reveal? And uh, the curveball, I guess, that we started with was think small. And what we mean by that is, if you don't pay laser focus attention to the smallest details, then everything unravels. Because the customer is looking for consistency. The customer is wanting, these days more than ever, an easy experience. And if you don't have an easy, if you don't have that, that uh, laser-like focus on the small things, how can it possibly create a pro, uh, an experience for customers 
that is easy, one that is memorable, and for your team. You know, we, we talk so often as an organisation um, and as customer experience professionals about being consistent for our customers. Well, as a leader in a business, and I have the great privilege of being so, my first customer is my team. I need to be consistent with them and I need to empower them so that they can achieve what their, design, their roles are designed to do so that they and the organisation, through thinking small, can deliver a great team member experience because that will build loyalty and advocacy uh, in itself, but that will also mean that they're empowered to deliver a consistent experience uh, for our customers. Right. That's big, by the way. That's a tweetable comment. Uh, My first customer is my team. And if you think of employees first, because if you can't engage with them properly for all the reasons you just mentioned, there's no way you're going to get them to engage properly with the customer. And you've got to set an example. You've got to train them right. You've got to work with them and, and, you know, say, what can I do to support you so you can do a, a great job? So, Great, great comment there. All right, keep going. I, I didn't. I shouldn't have interrupted because you were on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chef, it's all good. It's all good. You know, just while you were talking, then one of the uh, thoughts that came into my mind was that you know, some of the listeners might be thinking that we're talking about perfection, and I, I don't know about you, chef, but I know that I'm I'm not perfect all of the time, and uh, probably not probably not uh, much of the time, but the key is not about being perfect. It's about, in fact, being human. And when something doesn't go quite the way that you wanted, the customer, your team member expected, well, just own that it didn't go go the way it should have and importantly, act quickly to, to fix, improve, do what you need to do to get things back on track. But I, I think that's, you know, one of the keys to, to delivering a great lifetime owner and advocate is actually being human while being consistent because that's one thing that will will shine through is that genuineness that you actually care about your team member or or your customer and that you're willing to to own a mistake and, and fix it. Right. It's like I would say perfection is not reality, but being human is. <laughs> so absolutely and, and i think if we get our customers to understand we're all human and we're going to do this you make a better connection and to your point um I, and i've quoted tom baldwin before tom is the former ceo of morton's the steakhouse famous steakhouse all over the world uh great still a great steakhouse but a different company now that they're owned by a, a much larger company but tom used to say the best customer service is mistakes handled well and his thought behind that is uh, they were selling a premium product, just as I think Volkswagen, you know, it's not Lamborghini, but we're also, I think we've got a lot of pride. And as I look at all of the uh, commercials on TV and the image that you portray with the VW, whether it be, you know, one of your more luxurious vehicles, and by the way, some of them are, uh, I love some of the vehicles you have in Australia that aren't quite here in the U.S., but, uh, you know, even even the, the fun commercials that you have, here's the bottom line. Uh, we're people, we're doing business with people, we want to create a consistent experience, we want to give them a quality product, and if we could be just a little bit better than average all of the time, uh, you know, to, to coin uh, that phrase from Tom Peters, we're in the pursuit of wow, that's going to get you the wow. So uh, Absolutely, and I, I think uh, I think it's easy for people to say, oh, wow's not achievable. Wow's, wow's not about champagne, caviar, and fireworks. 
Wow is about just connecting with your customer and delivering a little bit above their expectation. And as you said, doing it all the time. And that's the key. Uh, a, a consistent and predictable experience creates trust. Trust creates confidence. Confidence gets people to come back. And after they buy their first vehicle from you, they go, wow, I like this. I'm going to go back to them again and again and again. Um, hey, I bought my, uh, and, and I'm proud to say, hey, I, I it's not a VW. It's an Audi. Same family. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, love, love you in the family. Exactly. So we're, we're related. And I never thought I would buy that car. And I don't know why I didn't think about it. But here's what happened. I went to the dealership. My wife said, look, you've owned this last car I had for eight years. And by the way, I, had, I, I drove that brand for 20-some-odd years. And I drove three of them. And I had this car eight years. I was going to go back and buy another one. She says, I really want you to look at this beautiful car that Audi has. And I went over there. And it, the car was beautiful. The car ran great. But you want to know why I bought And not only did I buy that day, I bought it from a – I went to a dealership that was away from the dealership I would have normally bought, which, by the way, sells Audis. And the reason I did is I didn't want them to, you know, start hounding me about buying a car. They know me. I'm a customer. Now they think that I'm, re- I'm ready. No, I went somewhere where nobody knew me. And this guy made me feel so good. And he told me – I said, you know, hey, you're not anywhere near where I live uh, – but um, I probably, you know, I'm not going to buy the car from me. He goes, no, just drive the car. Come back, and I'll explain to you why you're going to probably buy the car from me. <laughs> and I got back there, and he told me how they service the customer, the concierge level of service that they give their customers, whether it's a new car, a used car. And he said, you know, my, my wife drives one as well. She, she, and he said, Bring, let her start getting her car serviced here. And I'm going to tell you, we've gone back, we've bought another car, and it's, it's not just because it's a great car. It is. But what differentiates them from any other dealer is the service. Absolutely. And, and that's what I think our customers uh, in any industry are looking for these days is something above and beyond the product. Now, I'm fortunate. I work in the world's largest automotive group with some amazing product. Um, but it's our people every single day in our dealerships who we partner with that, that make the difference, that bring, they bring our products to life and connect with you. You know, that, that story of our, uh, that you shared there, Shep, is all about one of our team members in our dealerships being empowered to connect with you and to create an experience that, that you were looking for. Um, the next customer that comes in might live right next door and need a, a different solution to you. But that team member, it started with that team member being empowered to wow you to deliver an experience that that met and slightly exceeded what you were expecting do you want to know what else he did that was really impressive and i just wrote an article about this that came out yesterday uh and just last week i saw a great speaker on trust his name's dave horsiger and i said wow and he told the story about a farmer who had a small little roadside stand. He sold fruits and vegetables. He had a little jar with money in it. And after he'd give people what they wanted, he'd say, you know, that's whatever the amount is. Go over there and pay for it. Make your own change, whatever. And it's like he trusted his customers. And as a result, uh, number one, he didn't need to hire a cashier because that would cost money. Number two, he didn't need to buy those rubber gloves and keep changing rubber gloves every time he handled money and then went back to touching the fruit and vegetables. No, he trusted his customers. And he said, you know what, maybe somebody takes advantage of me every once in a while, but over the long haul, I have much more business. My customers trust me because I trust them. And this is what I remember. I never thought of it until just this moment. 
I'll never forget. And and by the way, I wish I could remember the salesman's name. He's not there. I know this. His card said Rock and Rob. Rob R O B. His name was Robert. Uh, and he he did he was like a in a band or a DJ and that was his nickname. But I remember going to do that test drive, and I said, "Can I drive the car?" He said, "Sure. Here's the keys. Can I see a copy of your driver's license?" And I go, "Sure." Want to make sure it was valid. And I thought, okay, he's going to get in the car and drive with me. He goes, here's the keys. Go drive. Come back whenever you want. Half an hour. Go have lunch. Whatever. Enjoy the car. Come back. I want to see what you think of it. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. This guy actually trusts me. I think trust is another piece of the puzzle. Uh, If you trust somebody, that just raises the level of the humanizing experience even more. Exactly. And uh, trust builds trust. And it uh, makes such a difference to to the comfort and uh, the overall memory that, that you have of that experience. So I love that. Trust builds trust. Remember that. All right, we're almost out of time. I always end every show by asking the one thing question. So, Jason, you can either emphasize one thing we've already talked about or you can give us one little extra nugget that you want everybody to remember. So what's the one thing? Look, the one thing uh, is... Uh, tenacity and I what I mean by that is never give up in your pursuit of delivering a customer experience that matches and hopefully slightly exceeds your customers expectations one of the ways that that I've uh, built my career is to be tenacious about learning and exploring this world of customer experience you know when I was 12 years of age I was reading Tom Peters Uh, I'm no longer 12 Uh, I have a few more gray hairs now, but every single month I'm either going to a conference, watching a webinar, listening to a podcast, or reading a book. And that tenaciousness to learn and to grow within this profession is absolutely important if you're going to continue to grow yourself professionally in this space, but importantly, help you and your team and your, your businesses deliver. Uh, an experience that continues to evolve and match or exceed the customer's expectation. Well, Jason, that's advice not just for anybody in the uh, automotive industry, but everything you've talked about applies to everybody in every industry, and especially that last point, regardless of what you do for a living, the tenacious effort to constantly improve not just on your company's terms and the customer experience, but on your own personal development. Uh, I take a look at how many books I read a year, how many conferences I go to, everything I learn, and and actually doing these shows is a great learning experience as well. So, Jason, thanks for being on Amazing Business Radio. This is why we call it amazing, because you are, (laughs) really. And I'm not just saying that. Really, this has been great. You've you've really given us some great insights. Uh, You're a practitioner of what you do. I mean, I'd say you're in the trenches, but you are there. You are doing it day in, day out, thinking about it 24-7 since you were just a young teenager age guy so uh, thanks for being on the show thanks so much chef i really appreciate the invite all right everybody you have been listening to jason bradshaw the amazing director of customer experience at volkswagen australia uh until next time uh just remember what i always like to tell everyone just be amazing this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com